Welcome. I am your host, Christine, and this is the Self-Esteem Truths Podcast, a podcast about discovering the truth about who we are, why we struggle, and how we can overcome. This podcast is designed to help you transform your life as we dive weekly into new questions about self-esteem truths. Hi, this is Christine, host of Self-Esteem Truths Podcast, and this is Episode 6. We're going to talk about how much real-world rejection comes from self-rejection. What do I mean when I say self-rejection? We reject ourselves quite often, unfortunately, sometimes without even realizing it. We call it being realistic. We call it being smart being safe. We call it playing the odds. So many different titles for self-rejection. Self-rejection is when you decide not to do something, not to ask for something, not to try something, not to say something, because you are thinking you will be rejected. It feels better not to put ourselves in the position to be rejected than it does to be rejected. The reality is we were rejected. It just came from us, not from outside of us. I'm sure if you thought about it for a little bit, you could think of a time or multiple times where you have done this to yourself. I'm not going to ask for that raise or promotion. I'm not going to ask them out. I'm not going to see if this friend wants to have lunch with me. I'm not going to say I know the answer to this question because I might have the wrong answer. I'm not going to ask the hostess to put us at a different table. I'm not going to ask for a discount. I'm not going to tell the massage therapist to go a little softer or a little harder. I'm not going to ask my partner for sex. That's all rejection. It's self-rejection. And this gets foggy in our brain because sometimes... We blame our surroundings or the other people for rejecting us as if they had when we didn't even give them the opportunity to. And we can justify this too. Well, I didn't feel comfortable asking them. Well, they never gave me an opportunity to ask. Well, they seemed like they were in a bad mood. They never made eye contact with me. I didn't know if I even had their attention and could speak up. But we're still frustrated with them as if they rejected us. And in a small part, it might actually feel as if the world has rejected us. I used to struggle with this. In fact, it was so bad that part of why I would not ask for things was because I didn't want to make the other person uncomfortable if they were going to have to tell me no. I didn't want them to feel bad for rejecting me. So as you can see, that went pretty deep. And maybe you find yourself in a similar situation where not only do you not want to be rejected, but you also don't want to have to make the other person feel bad for rejecting you. Is it possible that some of these situations we would not have been rejected in? Is it possible that there were some yeses that we missed because we were self-rejecting? Now here's the other thing about rejection, including self-rejection, that makes it such foggy thing to wrap our heads around. Rejection does not respond to reason. You've probably experienced this. 
someone rejects you and it's crazy because you didn't want to go out with that person anyways. You didn't want to work for that company anyways. You actually didn't want to be picked to be on stage with the comedian anyways. But it still hurts. It doesn't work with reason. Rejection is its own entity. In fact, rejection is even worse than that. Because not only does it not work with reason, when we're feeling that intense emotion, it makes us feel bad about ourselves, it lowers our self-esteem, and scary, it lowers our IQ in that moment. So good decision-making, rational choices, good deductive reasoning to bring you back to a steady place, probably not going to happen. Since rejection is so dangerous to our self-esteem, to our intelligence, and to our ability to reason, it stands to reason that we should avoid at all costs self-rejection. Because here's the numbers for you. Are you ready? I'm going to give you some statistics. When you reject you, you are guaranteed to be rejected 100% of the time. When you put the opportunity out there and it's up to somebody else to say yes or say no, your chances of getting a yes go up and your chances of being rejected significantly drop away from 100%. Actually, it ends up somewhere around 50-50 and when you get really good at asking for things, you will find that you will be rejected very rarely. How wild is that? But that's the human brain for you. In order to protect ourselves, we're guaranteeing that we hurt ourselves. I never promised any of this would make sense. (laughs) What does this look like in real life? The simple answer is, it looks like asking for something as if you believe you will be told yes, instead of assuming you will be told no or treated like a problem. It could be as simple as calling your cable company to see if they're running any current discounts and simply saying, are you running any discounts? And when they say, no, don't think so, going, okay, sorry to bother you, bye. That's self-rejection already right there. What does that look like as anticipating a yes? Hey, how's it going? Thanks for your time today. I'm calling about your discounts. I'd like to add that to my account. Oh, you don't think you're running anything? Can you double check? Do you mind just checking and seeing if there's anything I might qualify for? You would be surprised what they can come up with. Not always, of course, but you might be very surprised. I showed up at a restaurant with a group of friends and we discovered that there was an hour wait. Instead of just putting my name on the list or leaving, I immediately asked, is there seating in the bar area or do you have an outside seating that is available now? I had us sat within 20 minutes because I assumed I could get a yes. Are these little examples? Yes, because most of the self-rejection that we do is all the little things throughout the day that we are faced with. If we can't get those little rejections corrected, we will never fix the big rejection issues that we face. If we can't tell the waitress, that they brought us the wrong dish, we can't tell our partner that we need something more from them. If we can't tell billing that they got something wrong on our paycheck, 
We can't tell our boss we need a raise. So I really want us to practice with the little things. Some of my friends know by now, I'm the yes woman. I'm going to ask for everything and anything. Do I get rejected sometimes? Yes. But you know what? If I ask for 10 different things and only one person says no, that doesn't hurt. Not like it does when I'm rejecting myself 100% of the time. Now remember, I'm talking about when we self-reject and don't ask, and I'm talking about when we self-reject, which leads the other person to tell us no. I want to give you a really clear visual example of this. I went to the store specifically looking for an item I needed two of. A woman was actually in the aisle looking for the same item. She pointed out that there was none on the shelf. She had asked a worker nearby. They had looked at the shelf and said, we don't have that item in. And she let me know and she left. I turned to the worker and I said, hey, I really need two of these items. Obviously, I can see there isn't any and I know typically if there's any in the back, you would have brought it out. But it would mean a lot to me if you would just go look on the off chance that there actually is this item back there. Would you mind doing this? I really appreciate it. He went and looked. He came back out and it turned out there was one item back there, not two. And I was so thankful and I let him know I still needed one more. And he let me know that actually I could order the other item online and have it shipped directly to me. And since I was already buying an item, they would combine the cost to get me the free shipping. And since I was in the store, he could actually go over to the register right now and order the item and already start the process of it shipping to my house. And actually, online, the item was discounted. And since I was buying one in the store and one online, he would just go ahead and add that online discount to the in-store item I was purchasing. And the item that was being shipped would be to my house within 24 hours. This all happened because unlike the other woman in the store, I did not assume the answer was no. We can self-reject in ways that are not quite as visual and noticeable as the example I just gave. We can self-reject by walking into an interview and thinking, there's no way they're going to hire me. I am not qualified. I'm sure there's somebody better. It doesn't matter what the resume says. Your body language, your tone, the energy you're putting off is telling that interviewer everything they need to know. And it's screaming, don't hire me. I was a stay-at-home mom for nine years before I went back to work. That could have been a really good reason for me to self-reject. That could have been a really good reason for me to aim low at the types of jobs I was applying for. But I don't self-reject. And so on my cover letter, I literally listed all the different ways I volunteered, the things that I organized for my children. If it was anything that used any type of skill, I put it on there. And at the very end, I said, I did all of this for free. Imagine how hard I would work for a paycheck. And then I walked in there with confidence. If they were going to reject me, it was because there was legitimately a better candidate, not because I self-rejected. And they didn't reject me. They hired me immediately. How have you self-rejected? How has that self-rejection caused rejection in the real world? 
And how has that real world rejection affected your self-esteem, right? Because it starts to say some truths about us. You never get picked. You're never the one they hire. You're always passed up for promotion. No one offers to buy you a drink. So you just must not be worth it. You just aren't good enough. You just don't deserve it. Mm. Is that what we're doing to ourselves? Is that the path we're on? I was listening to a wonderful speaker who decided that every day he was going to try to get a yes out of somebody. He got some no's at first, and then he started getting yeses. And then his requests got more extreme. And do you know what happened? He kept getting yeses. And this is what I mentioned earlier about getting really good about how we ask. It makes such a difference if we ask with the anticipation that they are going to say yes and, and this is important, that we have a right to a yes. If you want to go to your boss and ask for a raise, get yourself centered to a place where you can be sure you deserve it. Run through a list of all the things you've accomplished at the job, all the time that you've given to it, the extra things that you've been a part of, the extra hours you've put in. Remind yourself why you have a right to ask for this. And then remember you have a right to hear a yes. You have that right. So that when you walk in there, you're not asking to be rejected because you've already self-rejected. You're walking in there asking for a raise with every intention of walking out of there with a raise. Rejection will still happen. It will still hurt. But doesn't rejection sometimes hurt less than rejection all the time? If you have something big coming up in your life that you want to ask for, something that you want, and you're tired of self-rejecting, and you want to walk in there with the best possible chance of getting a yes, and you want some help figuring out exactly how to do that, reach out to me. Let's talk. Let's come up with a plan. Let's get you into the mindset where you do not self-reject. As always, you can reach me through email, christine at newbranchlifecoaching.com. You can join our Facebook group, Self-Esteem Truths. I had a great time talking with you today. I hope you learned a little bit about how some of those real-world rejections might be coming from inside of ourselves. I hope you learned how addressing this can help your self-esteem. Have a wonderful week, and I will talk to you next time. Bye!